Now it's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. So we started the show today talking about Peace Arch Hospital oh, and how they're using part of it for a movie set right now. This is at a time when you've got patients lined up in hallways on stretchers. Surrey Memorial Hospital actually rented out a motel to put patients yeah. in there because they're so crowded. And here you have this part of this hospital being used as as a movie set. Let's listen to the opposition just teeing off on this. So let's listen to Eleanor Sturko here, BC United MLA, uh, going after the government on this. Let's listen, then I'll get your thoughts. Apparently, there is a floor of this hospital that's been awaiting renovation, but instead of utilizing that space to move patients from the overcrowded Surrey Memorial Hospital, where instead patients are being shunted to a motel, they've decided to lease this out to make movies instead. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on. It's a, it's a no-brainer bad optics move by a health authority. At a time when health authorities, not Fraser Health, but other health authorities are closing ERs, there's staff shortages, um, Adrian Dix has made the health minister. Adrian Dix has made the point over and over again. We've never had a more crowded hospital situation than we have right now. Uh, almost every base bed is utilized. Uh, so surge beds come into play, uh, and surge beds are those people in hallways and closets and such. And it may not be happening at that particular hospital, but the health authority has to give its head a shake at a t- time when you've got staff shortages and pressures on on the utilization of these resources like never before, to rent it out to a movie for a movie set is just not a good look, to say the least. No, it looks bad. Now, the health authority is saying, well, hang on a second. This was a part of the hospital. It was not being used anyway. Doesn't it's matter. scheduled for renovation. Doesn't matter. We're making money off of this. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I just think the general public is saying, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, there may be some, you know, all those sound like nice things. It's not being used. It's being renovated. We're making yeah. money. Yeah. You frame that against the fact that we've got incredibly crowded hospitals and a lack of resources and other health authorities are closing. You know, it, it reminds movies are are a different optic than anything else. It reminds me of the legislature. We the, the legislature actually rents itself out from time to time for movie sets. Movie set. I remember coming in here a few years ago with Mike Farnworth uh, on a weekend. We came in and suddenly ran right smack into a movie production where he couldn't actually access his office oh. because they were using it as some sort of, it was a World War II movie. The worst one, believe it or not, a uh, number of years ago, the speaker allowed this uh, movie to come in here based on one of those predictable, what if the Nazis had won World War II? And they were going to turn this into the Reichstag <laughs> with Nazi banners down the front of the of the legislature. No. Yes. And if someone, someone with some wisdom called it off, said, no, we're not doing that. But no. can you imagine the look of the – and I'm sure at the time they said, well, we weren't using the building at the time. The health authority said, we're making money on the thing. Yeah. No, it's not a good look. <laughs> so, no, the health authority dropped the ball on this one. Okay, so whoever figured that out to cancel the Nazi banners in the front of the legislature, that was probably the, the right move. All right, let's talk about a uh, brand-new opinion poll uh, just out. This is from the Angus Reid Institute, and this is interesting because it measured the public's sort of confidence, especially in housing. And when you take a look at the flurry of housing bills and housing legislation that have come from the NDP government here, I've never seen anything like it. So let's listen to the housing minister here, Ravi Kalon, on a recent show here. Have a listen. The reality we're dealing with is we've got people right now, young people, uh, working full-time jobs, living in RVs. 
uh, living in encampments because they can't find places to live. Okay, so he's introduced a lot of housing measures. Is the public responding to this now? Well, yes, but it's not definitive. The Angus repo is quite interesting. It it asks people about these individual housing bills. But more people favor local government control over housing than they favor the province. But it's not like a 90-10 split. It's it's like a 55-45, 60-40% split. So there are people, obviously, there's a significant amount of the population who think municipalities don't have aren't the best uh, um, institution to control housing, but more people favor municipalities over the province. Yeah. There's no question. And but, the province seems to be kind of putting the hammer down on municipalities, big-footing them here on Yeah, it. but again, it's not, a, it's not a huge split, but it's a slightly uh, more people favor municipal control over housing than the province. But it's not a huge split. The other thing, just as an afterthought, the voter intention province-wide, yeah. once again... The NDP government gets very low marks when it comes to its handling of inflation, cost of living, and housing, the, yeah. th- the big issues for the province. But it doesn't move voter intention. Uh, again, the voter intention is 42% NDP, 25% BC Conservatives, 20% BC United. So yet Ooh. another poll, I think this is five in a row or close to it, that has BC United well behind the BC Conservatives. In third place. In third place. It's got to be, again, we keep waiting for the rebranding campaign. Kevin Falcon's out there. He's introducing candidates every week. Nothing seems to be moving the needle for him. Okay, speaking of Falcon, so the leader of the BC United Party, of course, formerly the BC Liberal Party, fighting to try and get some traction here. Now, in this housing focus, I had him on a recent show. We talked about all the stuff that the NDP government's doing on housing and his thoughts on it. So here's what he had to say, then I'll get your thoughts. Falcon. Just they don't know how to get big things done. Housing affordability is a classic. Uh, When I left in 2012, you know, housing prices were starting to rise, but they have exploded under the NDP in spite of the fact that in 2018 they introduced a whole blizzard of new taxes on housing. And here we are almost four years later, and we've seen the highest run-up in housing prices we've ever seen. They do not know what they're doing. Okay, it doesn't seem to be getting much traction for them, though, in these polls. No, I mean, BC United is going nowhere fast. It's just it's a, it's a brand that's just people don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, why they jettison the BC Liberal brand when it was so successful, rivaling the social credit uh, brand yeah. when it won election after election yeah. after election. But Kevin Falcon wants nothing to do with the word liberal, and he's basically um, allowed the conservative faction of the old Liberal coalition to yeah. go to the BC Conservative Party. Yeah. Now, we'll see if they can get that back. They, they claim they're going to have a rebranding campaign this year. We keep that, That's four months I've been hearing that now, and there's yeah. so no sign of it. Yeah. But it's got to be very troubling for them. And any talk of this merger between the two parties, I just can't see that happening, where you've got two fundamentally different, well, not fundamentally different parties, but they're different parties and different leaders. Who's going to blink first? Yeah. Rust, John Rust out of the B.C. Conservatives or Kevin Falcon? Kevin Falcon's in third place right now and has been for some time. Yeah. And that's got to be troubling for that side of the political spectrum. Right. And you hear them trying to sort of puncture the NDP lead here on this housing file, saying they don't know what they're doing, they're incompetent. And I, I guess I can see that as, as a line of attack. The way that EB turns around, though, is they are painting Falcon as a guy who was part of a previous government that had out of control sort of foreign foreign investment in housing yeah. in British Columbia that 
There's a lot of evidence that drove up housing prices, so that they were a big part of the housing affordability oh, problem a, that we had. As we speak, I'm sure the NDP is preparing a, a series of attack ads on Kevin Falcon. Yeah, on his record as finance minister and health minister, and as a property developer. Yeah, after he and got well, out why, of politics, why Falcon keeps sort of boasting that he was a developer? Yeah. All the time that he has experienced in, in a developer is not the best political symbol uh, to put in front of the electorate. Well, I guess what he's saying is I know how to get houses built. Yeah, well. Right. And I did it in the private sector. I think that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. But it's not having any resonance with the voters right now. OK, let's finish up here with David Eby and his comments on decriminalization of drug possession in British Columbia. So we're getting closer to the one year mm-hmm. anniversary of this. We've had this nearly for a year that possession of hard drugs like fentanyl, cocaine, heroin, crystal meth, you are allowed to you, effectively you can possess these drugs. And the idea was to reduce the stigma of drug use and more people would come forward to try and get treatment. That was the idea. Instead, what we've seen is escalating death. So we're continue to set record after yeah. record of, of overdose deaths. Now, take a look at what's going on in Oregon, because Oregon did this before us. They de- decriminalized drug possession. Back. They're walking part of it back. So now yeah. that you got the Oregon governor saying, now we're going to outlaw, we're going to ban public drug use in the state of Oregon. She wants to give more resources to police to go after drug dealers. So walking it back a little bit, you know, David Eby was asked about that. You know, this experiment in Oregon, they're walking part of it back. Will you walk this back in B.C.? Here's what he had to say. The uh, sale of illicit drugs in British Columbia has always remained criminalized. We did not uh, follow uh, uh, Oregon's uh, approach in that regard. Uh, And similarly, uh, we introduced a new law uh, that uh, restricts the public consumption of illicit drugs. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, David Eby has described what's going on in BC as an experiment. Yeah. So if you're in an experiment, it's not a, it's nothing's etched in stone, which is, I still anticipate there's going to be further changes to the decriminalization model here in BC. But yeah, it's interesting that Oregon, again, still experiencing the same, there's no impact on deaths. Yeah, I know. You know it's, they've it's, had a similar kind of escalation in death. And I'm rate. not sure the stigma argument works. There doesn't seem to be any proof that that's working, that that, that removing the stigmatization of drug use is having an impact because our deaths remain remain consistent, very high. So I expect further changes on the drug file. Let's go right to your phone calls here. Terry in Vancouver. Hi, Terry. Go ahead. So um, with regard to the drug use, it's not overdose that's killing people. It's what's inside the drugs. It's toxic supply. With regard to housing... Several months ago, I wrote to Mayor and Council for Vancouver saying that they take money from people who home, own homes for what they call an empty homes tax, presumably to help with the housing situation. So I wrote to them several months ago and said, well, how about when you've got a landlord who gives renters uh, rent that's below market value? How about giving a reward to those Landlords. In other words, they're raising the property tax for those landlords who are giving deals to renters. And what about, instead of doing that, uh, giving them an opportunity to apply for some sort of a rebate? I never received a reply from the mayor. I did receive a, a reply from Pete Fry, but he basically avoided my issue and instead gave reasons why they cannot do that. It seems okay. to me that... 
the, the government can always find a way to take money, but when it comes to actually giving something back, I'm talking about municipal government here, they just cling to the money like it's theirs. It's not theirs, it's the people's money. Thank you, Terry. Yeah, well, municipal governments do cling the money. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they want are, more. They are starved for revenue. Yeah. I don't think a lot of cities have the infrastructure in place to, to have a rebate scheme. Yeah. I mean, it takes staff to do that. Because, um, again, property taxes are the purview of the of municipal government. Not the provincial local. government is sort of doing something like that with this uh, secondary suite program yeah. that you can get, like, a is it a 0% or a forgivable loan or a yeah. low-interest loan to, to put a secondary suite in your home? $30,000 renovations. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. And you get more, and you get to keep part of the loan if you rent the place out. At below a low market rate. Below market rate. Yeah. yeah, so it's in its infancy. We'll see how that's going to work. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced that even the provincial government has this has the infrastructure in place to make this program work without uh, without fail. Because yeah. again, what is the market rate? Yeah, how do you, you know what, how do you figure that out? And the money going out the door for renovations is um, sounds like it's, bureaucracy. It's an interesting idea, but it sounds like a bureaucratic. Um, not nightmare, yeah. but it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, Stu and Langley. Hi, Stu. Go ahead. Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Yeah, you don't have to look too far back for uh, when Smallville was filmed for 10 seasons up at Langley Memorial Hospital on the Liberals' watch. Oh. um, Oh. Yeah, and and it's funny to see them going after the NDP with it. Now, yeah, it it is busy in hospitals, but back then it was busy, too. I live in Langley. I've been here for 40 years, and uh, uh, it's just back and forth and back and forth, it contributed to the new emergency room plus the MRI machine that Langley now has built. The funding was there for that to to be built through the filming of Smallville up there for 10 seasons. So, yeah, I mean, you you can argue to a point where there's empty beds and empty beds, but if there's no people to serve the, the patients, yeah. Why not utilize that? Thank you, Stu. Still think it's a bad look. You know, I didn't know Smallville was filmed in a hospital. Yeah. I, I never have seen that show, so I don't know about that. But again, at a time when we've not seen a spate of stories about overcrowded hospitals for quite some time and closing of, of the ERs and wards and or staff shortages, to then pivot and to say, well, we're not using this word, so we'll rent it out to a movie. I still think the public has a problem with that. Jennifer in Surrey. Hi, Jennifer. Go ahead. Yeah, 30 seconds here. I'm actually going to speak to that, having lived near Peace Arch Hospital pretty much all my life. It's a small little hospital. It's only meant to service White Rock residents, and if any of you have ever used it, half of it is so old and so outdated, it hasn't been used for some time. And I, I really think this is a non-story. They've never been able to help the overflow at Surrey Memorial Hospital. Half the place is an assisted living facility, and if they're able to generate money to upgrade it, I think they should. Kevin's Falcon should be hanging outside Surrey Memorial, which has always been a problem, and I think this story is wasting all of our time. Thank you for the call. Yeah, yeah Surrey Memorial is, uh, is an issue, no, no question, but again, I go back, just the optics of this, not a good look.